Hey, put the cartel on! Welcome to our podcast, Timothy Put the Cattell On. I'm Timothy R. Andrews, and this is my co-host, Sarah Cattell. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Awesome. Timothy Put the Cattell On is a podcast looking at issues within hospitality, solutions, and inspirational stories within the sector. The podcast is shared on all major platforms on Audible, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube. Episode 6, Mental Illness, Recognising the Signs and Tips on Preventing It. This is the third and final part of our three-part mini-series focusing on mental health. Welcome back to Susan Granfield, Mind Coach from SusanGranfield.com. It's great to have you back on the show, Susan. What are the signs someone can recognise if they may be suffering from anxiety or depression? It's probably different for, for everyone, but the main thing I would say is if you are starting to notice that you are worrying more than you used to you're finding yourself caught in a a a train of thinking that feels uncomfortable and it feels different so some people worry quite a lot so that wouldn't be wouldn't be necessarily different for them but if you notice that you're becoming your thinking is more focused on negatives and worries and concerns I think the other thing is to really tune into how the body feels the body is an amazing source of wisdom it knows things before our brain does so it's giving us constant signals. So if you're finding it difficult to relax, difficult to switch off, whereas previously you were able to, that would be a sign. Um, so as in physically relax and, and kind of sit down and, and, and not have to be always doing things. Tension in the body. So if you're holding tension, sounds a bit specific. But, you know, if you start to notice you have problems with your digestive system, and the reason I say that is because the gut has a lot of wisdom has a lot of nerve endings in there so it's really in tune with how we're feeling and the environment we're in so if you're starting to feel that that you know that bit of your your system's just not working so well that's a sign overeating or undereating when you notice that your normal patterns of behavior are different um, and you're not consciously choosing them to be different there's there's a chance there's something underlying there sometimes it takes someone else to point something out to us before we realize it so you know someone close to you might say you've been doing this a lot or you've stopped doing that or so just notice changes i think would be the would be a key thing and then just really tune into how the body feels um and if you used to exercise a lot and you're now not exercising because you feel lethargic or sometimes people go the opposite way and become obsessive with things like exercising and that's a way to kind of burn off um, energy but I don't think there's a kind of finite list um, it's, it's different for everyone. What can we do for ourselves what are your tips for staying uh, mentally healthy ourselves and going to work every day with you know with the right mindset and just feeling okay about things generally? Mm, yeah sort of most important advice that you know if you if you google that you get this advice um, from from lots of different sources is maintaining a good balance in all aspects of our lives so eating healthily as best we can but at least eating regularly that's a challenge in the hospitality industry with the hours that people work but as best you can having a you know a routine in terms of your eating um making sure you're getting enough sleep again that's a real challenge doesn't have to be eight hours not everybody needs eight hours sleep but just getting some decent amount of sleep getting outside so being in nature is so so important for physical and mental health so at at some point um, in your day you know if you can walk to and from work rather than getting on a bus or the tube or whatever 
So I think there's things about maintaining that sense of balance. So your you know, well-being is made up of mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial well-being. There's all different elements to it. Giving yourself the best opportunity to deal with whatever the day throws at you. So making sure you're fueled, you're well slept, you're hydrated, all of those kind of things. From a mindset point of view, if you do all of that, it makes having a more positive or optimistic mindset easier. You know, if we're hungry and we're tired, it's more difficult to think positively about things. But assuming those things are, are, are in place, I, you know, I definitely don't subscribe to the thing of just think, think positively. Because sometimes in situations, it's quite difficult. For the last few months, it's been quite difficult to see what the positives are. I've practiced mindfulness for many years and I use mindfulness as a, it's really an underpinning to all the work I do with my, my clients. And, and one of the first things I see is, if you can accept and allow whatever's happening, you know, so like it's already happening, whatever the challenge or difficulty is, instead of trying to fight against it or make it different, can you just go, okay, here's what's going on right now. So I don't know if I'm going to have a job next week. I don't know, you know, what the future is for me. I don't know what kind of customers I'm going to encounter today because we have this imagination that concocts this worst case scenario. That's really, if, if you go in for your shift, and you're already thinking about the difficult customers you might encounter, the boss that's going to yell at you, the fact that this might be your last shift because they haven't told you what hours you've got coming up. You know, we can create a really doomsday scenario. So I think the thing is going, what do I know today? Be present with whatever you know right now and kind of take it each day and each moment um, at, at a time. And I guess the other thing I'd say about mindset is, to recognise that everything ebbs and flows, so everything moves on. So if, if things are really challenging right now, they're not going to be like that forever. One, one way or another, it will move on. So again, that thing of, okay, today's really challenging, this moment is really challenging, but it, it will change. And it just allows a little, bit of, a little bit of relaxation around it, which then means the thing moves on, you know, whatever the difficulty is, moves on. It's very easy to get caught up in our own, you know, what, what's going on for me and we all bring, you know, we all have our family situations as well. But when we come to work, we're all in it together. I think that's one of the things I found most helpful for people when they get stuck in a, a mindset that feels really heavy and difficult. They're not the only person. Somewhere else in the world and probably not far from them, there's someone else who's feeling very, very similar, if not the same. And there's something about just knowing you're not the only one who's going through it that helps. And I think something about this pandemic is that there's been nobody in the world who hasn't been affected by this. And somehow that just makes it a little bit easier to cope with. Sort of theme whenever we're talking about mental health in any scenario is communication. It, it's just got to be about talking about it. And it doesn't mean you know, doing it in a way where people get upset, but it can be just that thing of checking in with people, checking, checking on your boss as well. Um, and they may not tell you anything, but at least they know that there's, you know, that, that, that um, yeah, there's that human connection there. And rather than just saying, how are you? And then we don't really listen to the answer. So I don't know whether that's just a British thing that we do, but it's like, how are you? And then you move on. It's like checking in and going, so how are you today? What's going on? I definitely think that speaking to somebody that you already know and trust and just sharing, sometimes all it takes is to be able to just say what it is you're thinking. And even just saying it out loud, it doesn't seem quite as bad. 
when we keep things in our head and they keep going round and round and round, that's when they, they become really big, feel like really big issues. Um, so I'm not saying that just talking out loud makes things better, but it, it, it often just is a gateway into feeling a little bit of release. And then, you know, and, and then you can take it from there and get more professional help if, if needed. But um, yeah, connect with people around you, I think is definitely important. I think one of the, the key things really is the point about um, whatever it is you're feeling is okay and whatever it is you're feeling you're not alone. I think that can be one of the biggest challenges when when we're, when we're experiencing mental health problems and I think it's important to say that we all have mental health. It's just like where we are on that particular scale of it being good or not so good on any particular day. So we all have good days and we all have days where we're not feeling so good and Sometimes we get stuck maybe in that not so good part of the scale for longer, but you're never alone. Um, other people are experiencing it too, um, and it will pass at some point. I, I just feel that's really important. There are ways that you can um, you can get to know your own mind better, and you can actually start to train your mind. You know, just like you go to the gym and you flex muscles to, or you, you know, train muscles to get stronger, you can actually get better at training your mind to not be so focused on the negative stuff or the stuff that makes you feel not so good, um, and 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 take a much more kind of I guess pragmatic uh, view of the world and not get caught in the place that can sometimes make us feel a bit um, a bit stuck. Um, so it is possible. It is possible to to move towards the end of that mental health scale, which says I feel good most of the time. It is possible. Susan, do you have any resources on your website? Perhaps yes, I've got some resources on my website that people are welcome to have a look at. So there is a, a section in there on relaxations and meditations, which you know, really short people can even if they've never done it before, go on there. That might help just to to switch off at the end of a end of a busy day. Um, and I've written various blogs and things which might just give people some different perspectives people might find interesting to have a wee look at. And where can they find that information? Yep, it is www.susangrandfield.com. You know, an organisation like mind.org, um, you know, lots of resources on there as well. Um, Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So if you are struggling with your mental health right now and you do need some help, you can contact Samaritans. You can call them free on 116-123. You can also call Hospitality Action on 0808-802-0282 and the website is hospitalityaction.org.uk. Remember, you are not alone. Thank you for listening. Please share, subscribe and like. We look forward to you joining us in the next episode of Timothy, Put the Cattell On, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play and YouTube. Put the cartel on! This July 4th, celebrate the spirit of freedom and comfort with Minky Couture Blankets. Wrap yourself in the softness of luxury minky fabric as you cozy up under the stars and stripes. Our blankets are designed to ignite your patriotic pride and keep you warm all night long. From backyard barbecues to fireworks in the sky, make every moment memorable with Minky Couture. Indulge in the ultimate comfort and style this Independence Day. 
Visit us at MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today and embrace the true essence of July 4th with Minky Couture Blankets. Freedom has never felt so cozy.